What up, everybody? I'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate $1.99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow. I'm trying to grow the podcast and I want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information. So if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist, I appreciate you. And please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, some of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and lore. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourself. So today, got a few podcasts I want to make, and I think this one's going to have to be a two-parter because there's a lot of information in this one, but it's worth it. So what I'm going to talk today about is about Alex Collier and his encounters with the Blueskin uh, ETs who told U.S. Army personnel of the origin of humanity. So these blue skin ETs tell U.S. Army personnel the origin of humanity. There's a lot of information that goes into this. It talks a lot about spirituality, about their length uh, of, of their lifespan, as well as their how far they are along the evolutionary scale, spiritually and physically, and whether or not they're fourth dimensional beings or third dimensional beings or fifth dimensional beings. So let's get to it. You guys may or may not have heard of Alex Collier. He's been in UFO circles for a long time. He is a contactee, uh, and he's one of the only contactees, alien contactees, that have had experiences with aliens from Andromeda. Um, So I looked up some information. I found a good article on howandwise.com. He's talked about in his interviews um, the influence of various alien species on the human race. So... Many people find Alex Collier to be very credible. He's done many interviews. You can find him on the internet. But in this particular article, they talk about his extraterrestrial contact that's taken place from his childhood until his mid-teens. After these experiences stopped over a period of years, he uh, had military service where he was a helicopter pilot in the U.S. Army, and his contact resumed in 1985. He met with two Andromedans who became his mentors and took him aboard their spacecraft Uh, including a large extraterrestrial mothership where he was exposed to the teachings of the Andromedans over a three-month period. So he's given a lot of information in the three-month period, given details about humanity, about how far more along the line that we have to go to become spiritual beings uh, and develop and and ascend into the fourth dimension. Um, The Andromedans give him information about cosmic spirituality, life in the universe, and Earth's galactic history. The Andromedans are one of thousands of extraterrestrial races in existence, according to Collier. They are are human, and some have bluish skin, usually measuring about two meters tall. He states that all human life forms originated in the Lyra constellation. However, there was a war that caused their stars to explode, and making humanity spread to different places in the galaxy to survive. Gallier also states that the different skin tones are due to different DNAs and exposure to different stars, which totally makes sense. The Andromeda beings are one of the oldest civilizations living in the Andromeda constellation. So this civilization, no matter where in the constellation it lives, has a single government. That's interesting because you hear a lot of people like Alex Jones and other individuals really pushing off the 
one world government. And so that's that's a fascinating story. Uh, so going back to the story here, um, the civilization has one world government. So spiritually, it's 4,700 years more advanced than us, as well as 5,000 years more advanced technologically. So, I mean, just imagine what's happened in the last 4,000, 5,000 years. We've had a humongous change in technology, but we've also had a humongous change in our spirituality. Before 2,000 years ago, Christianity never existed. Now, all of a sudden, we have a, a religion that dominates a lot of the world. And so we have that. Um, they state that they use their technology to be able to evolve spiritually. Now, isn't this fascinating? The more science they learn, the more spiritually evolved they become as well. Isn't that interesting? I've read sometimes that you have to become more spiritually evolved in order to obtain some of the higher technologies because you have to be able to show that you're responsible enough to utilize these technologies that's going to give them to you out of thin air they're going to make sure that you're a conscious and safe enough being to, to own these things um, they also state that because they're in different dimensional levels they're able to evolve more spiritually more quickly they state that we're in the third dimension here on earth we still haven't reached the fourth um, and the main thing that differentiates the third from the fourth dimension is conscious, consciousness, okay, or conscience, whatever you want to call it. The fourth dimension, in the fourth dimension, there is a collective consciousness because everyone can t be telepathic and read the minds of the rest of the individuals. This leads to each person being authentic, transparent, and without ulterior motives. And when you enter this dimension, you become clairvoyant and the state of consciousness and energy systems in the fields can be seen. So when we have some of those people here on earth with, that can see auras, that can see energy fields around plants, people, animals, it's because they are ascending into that next dimension, the fourth dimension. They also state that there's still dualities and judgment systems to be modified on their planet. Um, but they say the beings of Andromeda have not lived in a society that was manipulated like ours has been. They are a telepathic and clairvoyant species because they have studied all the sciences. So that's really interesting. We have a lot of information coming here about you know how they've been able to become telepathic. It also states that all souls know who they are. They all know about their past lives, and every time they incarnate, they're aware and know where they are going. Now, see, that's a major difference between us and them. When we incarnate here in the third dimension, we just we have no clue. We're born blank. We're born without information, without knowledge, and we need to refresh ourselves. We need to like start brand brand new, right? And most of us are just confused. We're walking around confused, so we need to we need to try to remedy that. So um, they state that they can, they can see their evolution in their afterlife as well. And according to some of the other interviews with Collier, he stated the Earth is under the control of regressive extraterrestrial beings. Those aliens came down from Alpha Draconis. A lot of people know them as reptilians. Um, but there's different kinds of reptilians. The Draconis are a little bit different. And he said that humans are separated by two different philosophical belief systems. One of them spreads love and free will. 
while the other one shows control and resource consumption, basically consuming resources, like we're kind of doing now. We need to stop doing that. And what's interesting is that we have this like COVID phenomenon, which caused the housing market to basically stop in its standpoint, right? Like no more building and we're still having problems building. Isn't it interesting that we're now like, it almost seems as though COVID came around to kind of allow us to stop progressing a bit, to, to chill out, to stay at home, to stop pushing, pushing, pushing. <coughs> now the gas prices are doing the same thing. They're going to be up to $6 a gallon in the U.S., which is unheard of. I don't think we've ever hit that that high before. I think the highest we've ever hit is like somewhere in the fours. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how much people aren't traveling or how, how, how high the reduction is in the traveling. And then also to see how much we don't produce as well, you know, how how the reduction in production will affect us overall. He said that humans are behind the Andromedans because of the manipulations in our DNA. These intense manipulations occurred about 5,700 years ago. However, this we also have an origin of 14,000 years ago where aliens from Orion began to manipulate our DNA structure too. So there's a lot of DNA structure manipulation that's been going on. Um, it seems as though they, they do it for their own purposes. Each alien species does it for their own purpose, but then they, you know, we're still in the third dimension. We haven't evolved to that fourth dimension yet. It's almost like there's a lock put on our brain um, to some degree, or a lock in our DNA, so to speak. And some of us seem to be having our DNA change, whether it's uh, artificially through genetic manip manipulation or through natural evolution and having our DNA kind of allow us to maneuver into the fourth dimension with some of our individuals here on Earth. He stated in his last lecture that before he retired uh, from the UFO circuits that an ancient alien race known as the Founders are responsible for building planets, environments, and making them suitable for life. Isn't that interesting? Because like in Stargate SGU, they talk about like the ancients that created planets and created the, the humongous Stargate system throughout the universe and all this stuff. It's interesting to hear that a lot of stuff that we hear in sci-fi or see in sci-fi shows seems to directly relate to what we hear about in um, abductees encounters. So that's fascinating as well. He states that even though those aliens are capable of removing moons to alter the planet's position from the sun, um, the Andromedans could reportedly create a solar system. That's pretty amazing, man. Once you become a creator species, and, and these guys are in the fourth dimension, so they can use their minds to create things, sky's the limit, right? Literally, in the sky, creating planets is the limit, you know? Um, and it gets even more spiritually in-depth than that, right? Just because you have a physical place to live doesn't mean you're evolved spiritually, so you have to evolve spiritually along with being able to create objects. Objects are just objects, and how they're used is the important thing. How we utilize our space, how we utilize our homes, how we utilize our resources, that, those are the important things. Um, so something to look at and, and review. But according to Collier, humans consist of 22 extraterrestrial races. That's why maybe we see so many uh, humanoid, real humanoid-like species out there like the Nordics and, and other species look very very similar to us and uh, whistleblowers like Randy Kramer and Emory Smith have also talked about the fact that there's many humanoid 
like species out there and if they walked past you in the grocery store there'd be very few distinguishable characteristics that you would have to figure out or discern to, to make sure that they're not human so that's that's a very important uh, aspect of looking at this he states that there are about 135 billion people living on the planets in the eight closest galaxies to us 135 billion we have seven eight billion on this planet now so you know 135 billion is totally conceivable he said that when he visited one of these habitable planets those people got scared of seeing an earthling because of our bad reputation wow does that sound familiar geez we're only violent i mean come on um, <laughs> we're not spiritually evolved we can't we're not telepathic you know we're haven't ascended to the fourth dimension so yeah we've got a lot a lot of work to do he stated in the whole universe only humans could make their own people slaves and kill them for their own benefits wow in the whole universe not even in the whole galaxy oof that's got to hurt. That stings a bit, doesn't it? Because, geez, you know, I mean, you would think that somewhere along the line, some other species have done that. I mean, certainly, we've been abducted by other species and then had, had you know, our, our reproductive material taken, DNA taken, and they've used us for cattle, basically, you know, just to reproduce. Um, so, you know, yeah, maybe they haven't taken us as slaves or made their own people slaves, um, or killed them for profit. They've taken us and, and, and utilized our DNA for their own purposes. So, you know, they're not necessarily perfect, right? Not, and I'm not talking about these Andromedans. I'm talking about other species out there as well. So it's definitely something interesting. So, you know, what's, what's the takeaway here in this story? Well, the takeaway is that we have a lot of information about uh, how we've developed you know, clearly, you know, Collier has been given a lot of information about our development, um, about how many other extraterrestrial species are humanoid, um, that we've been DNA manipulated over thousands and thousands of years, which we've known about. One of the interesting things in takeaways in this article is that there are founders that created other planets' environments, making them suitable for life. That's kind of like what Elon Musk is talking about with Mars, right? He wants to make it suitable for human life and, and talking about like terraforming it and talking about, you know, making it suitable for, you know, habitation. I think that's going to be challenging, but it's possible. Um, so he, uh, he talked about the Andromedans and uh, the Pleiadians believed that uh, this ancient race was called Patal, so it's P-A-A-T-A-L. Um, so they have a name. Um, so what do you think? Do you think it's possible for a creator race to be out there creating different planets and, and maybe moons? The moon apparently is like a used car. They state that it was pulled in here and just left there for uh, an alien base as well as to uh, manipulate the gravity on planets so that the oceans can have a certain tide that would benefit mammalian development versus reptilian development. So there are some stories out there. There are some stories out there that, that might lend credence to some of these stories in this particular story. So what do you think? What do you think about this? Do you think that, you know, that there's a way for us to become similar to the Andromedans where we can develop telepathy, where we can uh, develop a uh, society that isn't as violent, you know, a society that uh, can see energy systems and have consciousness uh, to become clairvoyant and to work on 
you know, basically being better people all around. So I think that this is possible. We just need to continue working on it. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast. Hopefully it gave you some food for thought. A lot of information here, a lot to think about. But again, I don't like to make these too long. I like to give you guys some good information and let you think on it. And I want to bring another podcast to you soon. So hopefully you guys have a great day. Hopefully you guys are taking care of your mental health, your spiritual health, and physical health. Uh, following through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams. And as always, continue to question the universe around you. Till next time, guys, take care and Lockdown Universe out.